If you're a runner who's felt held back from the joys of running due to an injury, surgery, or diagnosis, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Legacy Running, where we'll be sharing return to run info, insight, and inspirational stories to show you how to win back your happy place and build your legacy. Thanks for joining. Now on to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Legacy Running Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah, and as I record this, we are five freaking days away from the Running as Rehab virtual workshop. I am so excited to bring this live as I've been asking people what information they want. This is the biggest thing, is like how to stay running throughout the course of an injury. Also, it's something that's so passionate and near and dear to my heart is because Running was not included in my rehab. I did not have guidance. And I really believed that it was harder for me to return to running because I just didn't really know what to do. I was kind of in the dark, doing it on my own, and trying to figure it out. So if you are a runner who is maybe sick of the advice, rest six weeks and ease back into it, you're confused on how much should I be running when I ease back into it? Or can I do hills? Can I do speed work? Can I do this? Is it going to bother my injury? Or you're hearing the dreaded, just stop running and find a new hobby. This is definitely the workshop for you. So any runner of any kind is welcome to come. I want you to do me a favor and go ahead and pause this episode. Go into the show notes and register for the workshop. It's Monday, August 28th at 6 p.m. If you cannot make the time, still register and you will get access to the recording on demand. If you are listening to this after August 28th, go ahead and go to the link in my bio and you should find an on-demand version. Likely, it's going to be it's going to be a slight fee and I just do that because when you invest a little bit of money, there's just you're just going to listen to it. You're going to pay attention to it. It's really going to draw drive your attention. So go ahead and do that. And in today's episode, um, I just want to give you a sneak, pre- sneak preview of kind of what's going to happen in the workshop. So really, I am going to go over three strategies that I use with my runners and my PT clients and my coaching clients on how to get them to stay running pain-free throughout their rehab process. I want to go over why this, is, why this is important, give a personal example, and then a little bit more of a sneak preview into maybe one or even two of the points that we will cover in the workshop. So why is rehab or why is running in your rehab so important? So I really believe that runners in general are underserved in the medical community. We, me, being in the medical community, I've worked in so many different settings. I've worked in hospital. I've worked in private practice outpatient. I've worked in like larger scale outpatient. I've worked in more concierge outpatient. And then now owning my own practice, I have just seen the ways that runners are served. And I just think they're underserved. And oftentimes when a runner comes in and they're injured and they're told to rest six weeks or ease off of it and, and ease back into it or stop running altogether, largely it is because it is about 2,400 bajillion percent easier to say that, to say rest six weeks, ease back into it or stop running altogether. It's easier to tell someone a blanket statement than it is to really get in there, understand what's going on, 
understand what's driving their symptoms, understanding what type of running is driving their symptoms, understanding like what their goals are, what they're doing, what they're not doing, and helping them come up with a game plan of what to do best and how to like progress them back to running pain-free. It's way harder to do that than it is to just say rest six weeks and ease back into it. I know, I know, because I had to create my own practice that allows me to have the time to both treat what's going on with exercises, manual therapy, blah, 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 and then also prescribe a guided run plan to get runners back to running pain-free. So, you know, conversely, it's like if a woman comes to a medical provider's office and has a two-year-old and a six-month-old, and they're like, hey, my back really hurts when I'm bending over and pick up my child, you're not going to tell that person to stop picking up their child. Like, you can't do that. That person is, is... Maybe they're the primary caregiver for, you know, their family, and that's what they have to do. Or when your two-year-old's yelling at you or needs to be held, you're not just going to be like, oh, I was told that I can't pick you up anymore. Like, that's just not going to work. No, that's not what's going to happen. Likely, this woman is going to be given a script for physical therapy, or she's going to be given, you know, strategies on how to bend over and pick up her child more efficiently. She's going to be given strategies on how to become stronger and how she can do that more comfortably over time. So why is it not the same with runners? I don't know. I think it's because it takes a lot of time and that is just something that we are largely not afforded in the mainstream medical system. So kind of going off of a personal example a personal example here, I would love to talk to you guys about what happened with my hip injury. This also happened with my Achilles injury. I had two main injuries uh, kind of in my running career thus far, Achilles tendinopathy and then my hip kind of low back driven hip pathology, we'll say. Um, but let's dive into it. So for many of you that have been following along, you know that I took a long time to ask for help, probably like four to six months because I was like, the rules don't apply to me. I'm fine. Everything will get better on its own. Spoiler alert, the rules do apply to me and nothing got better on its own. So I went into physical therapy. I had an amazing physical therapist. She's a mentor of mine. She's phenomenal. I think the absolute world of her. Um, she gave me a kick butt eval. She was like, okay, this is what's going on. You know, it was just so good to have her eyes on me and not have me trying to diagnose it myself because we just miss things when we're looking at it ourselves. Um, so she gave me a great diagnosis. She gave me exercises and I did them. Like I'm a good PT patient. So I did my exercises. I started to feel better. And then I kept hitting this problem. I would start running and I would hit a certain threshold and then my pain would increase. And then it would last for a couple of days and it would drive me to want to go back to PT. So go back to PT. She gave me new exercises, progressed my exercises to kind of where I was. And then I would do them. I would feel better. I would run a little bit more. I would flare up my symptoms. I would want to go back to PT. She would treat me. I'd feel better. Do my exercises. Feel better. Like you see the cycle that was happening here. And it's because I didn't have a progressive running plan. I had this amazing progressive running. Uh, I had this amazing progressive exercise plan. I knew what exercises I should be doing to make my hip stronger, make my back stronger, uh, feel better if I was in a flare-up. I knew what to do there but I didn't know what to do with running. I was just kind of running willy-nilly and like 
running, you know, four miles here, two miles here, back-to-back days here, running hills, you know, running, trail running, whatever. I was just doing whatever, and I was ending up with these, like, a super achy hip for multiple days because I was not being diligent with my programming. And it took me probably about 10 visits to where I was like, okay, like, my hip is strong, you know, my, my back is getting strong, it feels good. I'm, I'm, you know, feeling better in my day-to-day life, but like, I'm not able to run. I'm not able to run pain-free and I would rather have a really solid plan and get back to it than just run willy-nilly. So what I eventually had to do was take myself out of PT and stick with the exercises that I knew were going to help and come up with a progressive running plan. So I largely figured out what my threshold was, what how much I could do. I planned my running sequence for that week. I was super diligent about it. It was so painfully slow because I wasn't able to run long distances for a while. I was running like one to two miles and then like two and a half miles and it was so hard but ultimately it's a thing that got me better. Um, and then I was able to progress up into higher mileage work on higher speeds, work on hills, and now I just finished a half marathon um, a couple weeks ago and felt amazing. Truly, I had zero hip pain after my run. My hip felt amazing, and I pushed it, and I worked hard, and it was freaking awesome. So at the workshop that I'm doing on Monday, what I really, really want to teach you guys is, again, three strategies that I use, but I think the first one and the kind of the one that I will dispel now is I want to teach you guys how to understand what your tolerance is. So for me, my tolerance I knew was I could run four miles, but I really had to give myself a day off after. And then if I was going to run another run that week, I likely had to run a little bit less than four miles. And it took me some time to get there and kind of figure out what my threshold was. Um, But we're going to come up with the things that make your hip feel worse, the things that make your hip feel better, or your injury, we'll just say, does it have to be your hip, Um, and use that list to come up with a progressive plan to get you back to where you want to go and see, can we incorporate running into your rehab safely? Likely for a lot of people, yeah, you are. You're going to be able to do it. For some people and some people that I've worked with in the past, we have to say no because there is, uh, there's, there's red flags things. There's like things that are, uh, let's say like an unstable diagnosis. Like if you keep running, it actually could make things worse. Um, and I'll teach y'all how to kind of get guidance on that from people that are in your community that can help you. Um, but for the majority of people, we'll just teach it how to use your basically threshold to figure out what you can do to keep running. So, so excited to bring this. I feel like I just want to keep talking about this and teaching on it now, but I'm going to have to save it for the workshop. I am so, so, so excited to teach and learn with you guys and hear what your goals are and how you're crushing it in the running world. But for now, I will leave it at that. Ah, The cliffhanger kills me. Um, Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and can't wait to see you Monday or on demand. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Legacy Running. 
If you haven't already, please share this out so more people can build their legacy. If you would like to work with me, Dr. Sarah, check out strategywithsarah.com and get access to schedule a time to chat about returning to run, pain, injury, or fear-free. There's more info on how to connect in the show notes as well. I look forward to talking with you soon. And remember, how you show up matters. Thank you.